What is up, guys? Welcome to episode uh, whatever the fuck. I think it might be like 37, 38. I'm not sure if we're at 40 yet, so 30-something. Anyway, welcome to the Smith's Fitness Podcast uh, episode, whatever it is. I hope everyone is well. I hope everyone is staying safe. I hope their friends and family are staying safe. Surely no one uh, is out there catching the corona. There's only about 112 known cases in Perth at the moment, which is very good. We had none overnight. Hopefully none again today. I was always thinking, just imagine being that guy after like a week of no cases and then all of a sudden like you're the guy. Like, sorry guys, put my hand up. Yeah, I got it. I'm a knobhead. And then everyone has to go figure out who you've been around and everything else. Just imagine being that guy. Fuck being that guy. So I hope everyone's uh, keeping safe. Hope everyone's keeping employed with the way things are going. I know there has been a few crew that have had to uh, sort of, you know, make some changes uh, as we do as uh, employment statuses change or, and people get laid off or people get less work and stuff like that, which is, it really sucks to see. Um, I think it's time for me to make some like non-essential, n- not essential t-shirts or something and just really play victim. Not essential Straight across the front of a t-shirt. Uh, but anyway, I hope guys are keeping their jobs. Hope everyone's keeping safe. Um, so good that we had zero cases yesterday. I can't see. Surely there's going to be someone that pops up. It's like, yeah, fuck, I got it. But hopefully we get on top of this thing and they keep those borders closed and we can go back to the pub, pack back to the gym, back to the coffee shop um, very soon. And... Uh, yeah, we can uh, keep those borders closed and make sure that uh, it's not coming back in and there's no sort of rebounds or anything like that. Rebounds? Whatever you call it. Um, so, guys, I've got a bit of tunes on in the background just to drown out the uh, the road sounds and the silence. Uh, hopefully you can hear me all good. Looks like I'm monitoring all good. So, we got a few things to get through today. Like I said, I've got no one to bounce off. But it's normally not a problem. We'll see how this uh, podcast turns out. I'm not in the car today. I'm down at the gym. So, guys, the 50th session, the 50th bodyweight session is coming up on Wednesday. If you're listening to this, I'm going to put this out on what day is it? It's Tuesday today. So you got a day's, you got a day's, um, you're, you're a day in advance. Make sure you do the 50th session. I want to try and make the 50th session the big one. I don't think we'll get to 100. So we got to make 50 the big one. I want big numbers. We're sort of between 10 and low 20s. So 10s normally how many guys are doing the morning session and then low 20s for the evenings. I want to push it up towards 30, 40. So if you're listening, 50th session is going to happen Wednesday, the 22nd at 5.30 p.m. It's the afternoon session. Ends up being our 50th bodyweight session. I'm fucking stoked on that. Um... There's been a few where the numbers were down and I feel like um, other people or other coaches would sort of say, oh, that'll do, you know, I'll do three a week or I'll drop it down. But I've sort of, I'm on a mission to be relentless with it and just be like, what did you do when the gym shut down? I was like, fuck, I did 50, 60, 70, 90, 100 bodyweight sessions um, to keep everyone engaged, to keep everyone motivated on track and give them something to follow along and provide them value Twice a day, day in, day out, except for Sundays. Um, but that's that's been a goal of mine to like not let it slip and to just hammer these things out. So 50th, join me. 
for the 50th, please. I've made an event on Facebook. If you're a member or you like the page, you should have been invited to it. So tell me that you're coming. If you've got any requests, chuck them up there as well. Um, I'll be live not on the event page. It'll be on the Facebook page. Make sure you're on the Facebook page. Uh, there hasn't been too many people struggling to find it. It should pop up that I'm live or you should be able to see it in your feed. Um, but guys, those sessions have been awesome so far. I'm not over it for some reason. Uh, you'd think after, well, I've done 47 sessions now. Uh, you'd think I'd be pretty over it, but I'm really enjoying it. Really loving it. All the push-ups, all the different push-up variations, sit-up variations, bridges, uh, all the different crawls, bear crawls, and sideways apes, and gorilla crawls, and you know the reverse lunges and split squats. There's a whole heap that you can do. Uh, you just gotta, I don't know, use your imagination and persist. I've been telling the guys just persist with these movements. They might, they might be challenging, but just persist with them. Don't throw them out. You'll be better for it. So I'm looking forward to adding these movements in. Once we come back to the gym to add them into our um, cross-training sessions, and I think it's going to make them really dynamic and different sessions. So at the moment, we're sort of like that. I always say it's, it's nearly watered-down CrossFit. We're not doing any high-rep Olympic lifting or gymnastic movements, but we're doing lots of deadlifts, lots of goblet squats, running, wall balls, kettlebell swings, sit-ups, calories on the bike and rower, um, ski erg, that sort of stuff. Um, but I feel like adding in the body weight, just the variation of body weight exercises that we've been working with, adding them in to these sessions, once we start adding back in barbells and, and weighted implements, I think that the sessions are going to have a whole new dynamic and I think they're going to be really good, really, really good. So a lot of the stuff I'm doing is, uh, is zoo related, uh, movements. So, um, the zoo is sort of like a, a bodyweight training method um, using sort of animalistic movements. Everything's got like an animal name or, you know, they're derivatives of a, of a sort of a yoga slash bodyweight exercise. So there's lots of bear crawls. There's lots of cobras. There's chameleons. Um, and it's it's, a, it's its own system that they sell and they, uh, they do certificates uh, for people, I have thought about getting um, certified by Zoo, but I feel like I have uh, definitely invested enough into my own education that if I feel confident to teach and coach and do the movements, I'm pretty happy to not worry about getting certified um, because all that does is mean that you can advertise that system um, when I've got enough of a hex debt um, to show that I've, uh, I've uh, invested in my uh, learning and my education. So a lot of it is from Zoo. I've been watching a lot of the YouTube um, videos and getting my, uh, figuring out, not so much figuring out the movements, but figuring out how to coach the movements, how to regress the movements. Um, I've always, uh, it's always been a strong point of mine to be able to do certain movements and, and be pretty technically proficient pretty quickly with a lot of uh, resistance training and, and even body weight movements. Um, I think that comes from just doing it for a very long time. So a lot of the movements are from the system um, known as ZUU, Z-U-U. I might have touched on this on the last podcast. Who knows? I might be rambling again. Um, but the movements have been really varied. So we've got our push-up variations, just a standard push-up. We've got 
Hindu style. We've got polar bear, which is a more of a shoulder press movement. We've got our cobra, which is our side to side keeping tension. Um, then we just brought in the chameleon. So there's sort of like five different shoulder press move, uh, uh, push up movements. Sorry. Then we've got our Superman press, our YWTs, which sort of get your upper back moving as well. We've got our two position hip thrusts. We've got our reverse lunges. We've got our sumo squats, our body weight squats. We've got all our crawling variations um, that are big in the uh, in the zoo system as well. But guys, I have been loving those sessions. The 50th session, come and do it with me. I want to make it a big, big session. So guys, um, I want to talk about how I would train or what I think you guys should do if you are limited with weights. Now, this is more so from a uh, athlete's perspective, so probably field, ball, sport. I always go back to rugby because that's my background. But what I would be doing if I had limited weights. So some guys out there don't have squat racks. They don't have bench presses. They might only have a kettlebell or you know, 60 kilos of weight or a couple of dumbbells. Firstly, you can get a lot of general fitness and general work capacity out of something like the body weight sessions I've, that I've been doing. But let's have a look at things a little bit more specific and what I would do. So the big thing for me is you need to adapt. You need to say, all right, rather than just saying, I can't train the way I want, I'm not going to do it at all. We need to adapt to it. So we need to be doing something. Uh, we need to understand that we can still get better and we can still work on things as an athlete to get better throughout this time, even though we might not have access to team trainings, to uh, a proper gym setup, proper equipment and everything else. So first thing is you have to know that you need to adapt and adapt quickly. Um, you're already behind if you haven't already. So the, th the thing for me is if you're limited with equipment, you're typically limited with weight, I would focus on three things. So speed, technique, and skill. So speed for me is not only out and out running pace uh, and sprint work, but it is the speed of movement. So say you've got 60 kilos, 60 kilos uh, and a barbell, that's all you've got, and you can't do your heavy squats, I would just really focus on speed of movement. So you might do cluster sets of, you know, six to 10 sets of three reps as fast as you can, as fast as you can, really training that uh, velocity side of the uh, force velocity curve. So just, just really focusing on the power output and putting everything into the movement. Uh, the next thing after that would be, so jumps and throws uh, and then plyometric work as well. So just broad jumps, single leg bounding, vertical jumps, squat jumps with what you do have. Stuff like this is really going to not only maintain your strength levels, but it's it, it can if you do it right, you can you can maximize your output here and you can get really good at something that you might not have had enough time to put your focus towards because you've had everything else going on. So now you're sort of limited. You might be able to focus on those weak points and one of them might be speed. I know for me, I would be doing a lot of sprint work um, and I'd be focusing on power output when it comes to sprint work as well, I'll be working on technique. So your, your starts are your top end technique as well. And that is a simply, you can go to a park, you can do it out the front on a road, you can do it on a footpath, on a beach, 
we're still allowed to go out and do those sort of things. So I would be out there doing, doing my sprints, focusing on quality, looking at my technique, videoing myself, all those sort of things. I'd be breaking down videos on YouTube, having a look at new drills that you could implement. This is the time to put all those things into practice um, because you might not be working, you might not be studying, you might not be at school. You've got the time now. A lot of us do have the time. Us non-essentials have the time. So definitely looking at speed and technique. Lastly is skill. Now there is no reason that you can't be down at the rugby field, footy field, kicking, you know, 100, 200, 300 goals per day, passing the ball two, three, four hundred times per day, um, and just really harnessing this time to use it uh, to make your skills better. So we've never had as much time um, to focus on these sort of things if you aren't at work anymore. So you can get stuck into those things. And when you come out on the other end, uh, other end, everyone will be rusty, but not you because you've worked at it and you might even be even better. So kicking, passing, probably not going to be able to do tackling everything else from a rugby perspective, but kicking and passing, um, even, you know, scrummaging, those little technical things. Use your imagination as best you can but you can definitely put a lot of work in and get a lot of things done. When it comes to uh, power lifters or strength training, if you don't have the right amount of weight or you don't have the weights that you typically would use, I would look at doing, um, looking at tempo of movement, so time under tension. I would look at adding in pause um, movements as well. So really strengthening, strengthening up the weak spots, typically the bottom of our lifts, increasing range of motion as well with our lifts. So you might go from, you might have uh, enough to do a deficit deadlift and it be a challenging movement and you might just deficit deadlift for this, whatever long period it is, it's about five weeks so far, five, six, seven, ten weeks time of just doing deficit deadlifts. Yeah, it might be a little bit lighter, but that added range of motion might be exactly what your deadlifts need. It might be the case of doing front squats the whole time. So you might squat three plates, four plates for reps. Normally, you might have to drop back to two plates because that's all you got. But we might do front squats instead, or you might do tempo back squats with a pause. You might do high bar, um, full range of motion instead of a powerlifting um, style squat to increase that range of motion. So think tempo. Think pauses, think range of motion, and then think unilateral movements as well. So Bulgarian split squats, heavy-ish lunges. If you've got 60 kilos and you're normally lunging you know, with dumbbells and it's an accessory movement, maybe now the lunge is your main movement or the Bulgarian split squat is your main movement. Same thing applies with the upper body. If you can figure out a way to do heavy unilateral work, that might be good. Um, all your accessory work can be taken care of with something as simple as like the bodyweight sessions I'm doing. So lots of tricep stuff that you can, you can figure it out. If you do a quick little YouTube or Google search, you can figure out some great and effective ways and inventive ways to do accessory work. Uh, if you are limited, typically it's the heavy, heavy stuff that we are struggling with. So tempos, pauses, unilateral stuff. Increase range of motion. That is exactly 
how I would go about it. Um, that's more from the powerlifting perspective. But like I said, for athletes, speed, technique, and skill. Speed, technique, and skill. Hammer that out throughout this period. You're going to be so much better off for it. So one last topic, guys, for today. One last topic for me. This really feels like I end up ranting. And I know I talk over Blake and Troy a lot anyway, but I really feel like it's just me babbling. But rather than overthink it, knock out a podcast and chuck it out to the world. And they'll tell me, they'll tell me if it's shit. So guys, the Chicago Bulls documentary, The Last Dance. Watched the first two episodes uh, yesterday. And man, it just took me back. I think it took everyone back. I'm not. I'm not done with the Chicago Bulls posts on my uh, on my Instagram. I'm not done. Um, the last like five posts have been Jordan and Pippen, but uh, I think I don't know. We're all pumped for it because this is our childhood. Like the Chicago Bulls um, bring back a lot of memories. Seeing Michael Jordan in his prime, Scottie Pippen in his prime. Um, I'm not sure. It was like basketball was huge back then. I was still playing basketball then. Um, what would I have been? Ten. So sort of seven to ten. I yeah, I was about seven to ten when the Bulls were really cranking along. Um, but just seeing Jordan and how cool everything he does is still to this day. Just everything he does is cool. He could he anyone else wears a suit that big. They look like an absolute dork, but somehow Jordan pulls it off. You watch the Brownlows and the Dally M Awards this year, there will be people wearing oversized suits. There will be players wearing oversized suits. Oversized suits are back in now just because of that. Just because of that documentary, that first episode, people, like it's noticeable how 90s and how oversized. I feel like it was oversized even for the 90s, but people will be rocking oversized suits now. It's a thing. It's fashion now. Because of Michael Jordan, 23, perfect number, 23 years after the docu- after that, the time that documentary was based, is still setting trends. He's back setting trends. Um, I was searching for Jordans, Jordan 1s, low cuts last night. Um, but just everything he does is just so fucking cool. Um, and I feel like a lot of people my age that grew up uh, in that sort of grew up through the 90s, just Jordan is just always the man. He's no one like Jordan. There's just no one like him. No one like him at all. Um, I feel like when you look at him and Scottie Pippen, they both they both had huge growth spurts. So they were sort of, uh, obviously everyone said Michael went and worked on his game a lot. Scottie Pippen did the same thing. Um, so Mike wasn't even in his, uh, in, he, he didn't make one of the teams. I'm not sure what it was. He was his varsity team when he was a sophomore or something like that. I'm not too sure of these terms. Um, but he didn't make the team and then he went away and worked on his game over the summer or the winter or whatever it was, the off season. And he came back, but he was like four or five inches taller. And then Scotty Pippen did the same thing. Scotty Pippen was the equipment manager. Some of the players lost their scholarships. He comes back and he's like four or five inches taller. So the uh, the tip for basketball is, is to just get taller really quickly to elevate your game to another level, an actual another level. Um, but that was just just uh, 
I don't know, an interesting point. They both sort of had that, nah, I'm not sure about this guy. And then all of a sudden, oh, they're five, six inches taller. And now they're, uh, they're world beaters. Um, it's interesting to see how underpaid Scotty Pippen was. And I saw a post this morning that Andre Robeson from the Thunder is the 122nd um, highest paid player in the NBA. And Scotty Pippen was at the time as well, even though Robeson's probably the 122nd best player in the league and Pippen was the second. Um, and they're sort of, they're, they're getting paid the well equivalent in terms of rankings. But um, I was so pumped on that on that uh, on that documentary. There's still episodes to come. I think it's a 10-part series. So the first two parts are out. So if you haven't seen it, just go and watch it. If you're a 90s kid um, or if you're into basketball, if you're into sport in general, it's just so good to see. Um, you're in the locker room. You get to see lots of locker room footage. Just get lots of opinion from players then and players now. Um, you get to know the intricacies of the the chemistry between the owner the gm the coach the players and everything that's going on um i'm pumped on it so i'm on a i'm on a hunt for jordan gear uh i think i'm gonna have to get some jordan ones in the red and black the low cuts i think they're my faves um and i'll be rocking them soon hopefully i can find a uh a sale somewhere and uh, i don't have to pay through the roof because i feel like all the jordan gear is it's always been cool, but it's even cooler now. I might have to find myself an oversized suit as well. Anyway, guys, that's 20 minutes of me talking absolute, well, not too much nonsense. A little bit of nonsense. Um, guys, love your work. Thanks for the support. Um, I'll try and knock out another podcast next week sometime. Trying to get Troy onto it, but he's useless with technology. But we'll get around to it. Guys, thank you very much. Lastly, see you Wednesday evening, 5.30 p.m., for our live session, guys. Thank you so much. Peace.